Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, America. Buckle up. Gas prices are going up. Heating oil. When you hear... When you hear uh, Granholm talk about what is the plan from the White House and what is her plan on on relieving the oil price, in fact, I should probably, I mean, I I really think we should uh, alert full-fledged duct tape alert. I've never heard anything like this before from a government official. Never heard anything like it. They just think so little of you that we can't do the math on this one? All that and more coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, here is the thing. We are not doing our children any favors. Stu and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, I don't remember how it came up, but you said, what? why is it so much worse now than it was in the 1960s? And um, it was a long commercial break, and he regretted asking that at a long commercial break. And I, I went back to 1800, and I said, look, if your grandfather was born in 1800 uh, and, and had you in 1830, he was still alive after the Civil War. You grew up in the Civil War. Um, your grandfather still alive in 1870. He, you know, he was there at the founding fathers. He, he remembers... Uh, you know, maybe his father was fighting for the American Revolution and you don't get out of that cycle until about 1930. So if you're born in 1930, now you're starting to go in the progressive era, even 1900. It all just kind of goes away. There's no underpinning of anything worthwhile anymore. Um, and we were just riding on the fumes of the past that's all that was happening. I mean, we grew up with Gilligan's Island and uh, I Love Lucy and the Brady Bunch. Those were all morality plays. We had our churches. We got nothing now. We have nothing. You are the last defense. You must teach your children things because society is teaching them the exact opposite. It is so important that you order the Tuttle Twins books. I am, I'm not selling you a product. I wish everybody could have it for free. It, it's, I really believe in the message of these books. They are teaching the truths. Have you ever heard of iPencil? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great story of, of how the free market works. Well, they've even broken that down. They've taken some of these um, classics that, honestly, you probably haven't read yourself, and you should um, they've broken it down for kids. So you're going to learn something. They're going to learn something. And it's the nature of why a republic works, why free markets work, our God-given freedoms, why they're so important. It's the Tuttle Twins books. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a discount of 35% off all of their workbooks. They're throwing in for free. 
keep your kids sane. You've got to do the job because no one else in our society is doing it. It's you and your kids. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So let me give you a couple of let me give you a couple of things. Uh, fertilizers, uh, fertilizer shortages are now starting to uh, come out. Uh, and I know, I know. I mean, I've been looking for fertilizer, you know, especially per ton. It uh, the liquid nitrogen based fertilizer widely used for growing grain and other grass crops stood at five hundred and twenty two dollars per ton in the fourth week of October. The product has now jumped 18 percent over the average from September to reach its highest price in 13 years. And that's since the beginning. The fertilizer has climbed 26 percent from September to October. Remember, it was 522 per pound or per ton. It is now 982 per ton. It's up 108% over the year. Why is this important? Because fertilizers are needed to grow food. So this should go to your understanding that food is going to be more expensive. Last week, um, we had Carol Roth on, and she was talking about something that I, I couldn't verify, and she went out and she did verify it, that there is even a can shortage so even canned foods are going to be harder to come by. It is really a good time to learn how to can for yourself. Honestly, it is a good time to take the time this year. Maybe that's a Christmas thing that you give each other or whatever, you know, heirloom seeds and and books on how to plant a garden and how to do that. If you happen to live in an area where you can um, in uh, New York, Pizza's always been a buck a slice, uh, and it's a it's kind of a New York thing. Buck a slice. It's literally the ninety nine cents a slice is like the name of four thousand pizza restaurants. Correct. Like it's not even it's just the title of the of the store. Correct. It's now a dollar fifty in New York at the ninety nine cent place. <laughs> at the ninety nine cent place, <laughs> they have to update their sign, they or they just do. start charging more. They say everything. Um, that they serve and everything that goes into the pizza is up 50 to 200%. This is inflation. Then, by the way, uh, they're firing truckers now because of Biden, uh, Biden's vaccine mandate. Oh, and 7,200 truckers have failed their drug tests, so they can't be out on the road. But don't worry about it. We're not going to have a problem. In fact, Joe Biden just knows that he is above you. He is smarter than you. Um, cut eight. Here's Joe Biden over the weekend. Listen. If we were all going out and having lunch together and I said, let's ask whoever the, whoever's in the next table, no matter how, wh what restaurant we're in, have, have them explain the supply chain to us. Think they'd understand what's, what we're talking about? They're smart people. But supply chain. That's a great point. Wow. He makes so many good, <sighs> coherent good point. points. He is a good point. So they're smart people, but supply, supply chain. chain. Wow. What a great observation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this isn't the supply chain. I think you could uh, understand me make things in China. Put on big boat. 
goes across water. <laughs> Docks unload, put on trucks and trains, then ship to store. Me go out and buy. That's the food chain or the supply chain. It's not that difficult. Food chain, food chain, plant seeds in ground, then uh, harvest, put in truck, <laughs> deliver to grocery place or canning plant. I mean, That's look, it. Logistically, they're all. It is a very complicated process, but yeah. generally speaking, I think we all understand. But how it the works. guy who says uh, you don't understand the supply chain then puts a max uh, uh, a mandate out for vaccines that takes tons of truck drivers off then the law the new law that has just been put in 7200 truckers have failed some sort of a drug test for the federal government so now they're off the roads and he comes out and says it's not going to affect the supply chain i don't think you know what the supply chain is uh joe i don't think you do and may i just present one more piece of evidence i don't think you understand any of it he is talking this weekend about shutting down yet another pipeline. Okay? That won't be good. Me understand gas come from magic pump. <laughs> so we, we are now shutting down another. Uh, we've already done the XL. Now another pipeline he's talking about closing down. We are paying record prices for gas. And here is our energy secretary. Listen to the question and her response. I've never heard a response like this from a government official ever. Listen. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. So <laughs> people are, by the way, uh, by the way, here she is. Here she is talking about heating. Now, listen. Remember, she's laughing at this. Here she is talking about heating. Listen to this. Should one. Americans in what will likely be a cold winter, most of them are, expect to pay higher prices for heating their homes? Yeah, uh, th this is going to happen. It will be uh, it will be more expensive this year than last year. Um, we are in a slightly beneficial position, well, certainly relative to Europe, because their chokehold of natural gas is very significant. They're going to pay five times higher. But we have the same problem in fuels that the supply chains have, which is no, that don't. the oil and gas companies are not flipping the switch as quickly as the demand wait, wait. requires. Oh, and so that's why the president has wait, been wait. focused on both the immediate term and the long term. Let us get off of the volatility associated with fossil fuels. Huh. Okay, and stop for a second. Stu, didn't she say, oh, I wish I had a magic switch or a magic, magic wand? wand? Okay, yeah. yeah. She just said that it's not the cartels of OPEC. Uh, she's now saying that it's the oil companies that aren't flipping the switch. So maybe it's the cartels or mm. was it the American companies? Who was that? No, this is caused by them. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh you. I wish this government, you know, knew how to how to, you know, reverse engineer what they've done in the last nine months. <laughs> Oil independence. But they can't do that. They're being held hostage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's incredible. I just can't. T- These guys, they they know the truth. And if they don't know the truth, then they are too damn dumb to run this country. Because honestly, I may not know all the ins and outs of everything with the supply chain. Mm, me caveman. I may not know all of it, but I can figure it out pretty damn quickly. I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of the border, but I can figure this one out pretty quickly. I don't know all the ins and outs of inflation, but I know when Janet Yellen said this weekend, we're going to need a hundred trillion dollars to fight climate control. I think I know enough to go. That might not be good for inflation. You don't think I don't think I don't think these people. They are either, and we should have an investigation into this. Honestly, I mean it. They are either absolutely evil, and they know exactly what they're doing. I would never say that. I'm not a cynic. Or they're just too damn stupid to run this country. Which one is it? Which one is it? I, I put my money down on one, but I won't tell you which one. That would be unfair. <laughs> All right. Relief factor. Relief factor uh, has gotten me out of pain. Nina wrote in. She said, Glenn, relief factor did the same thing for me. I can now work in my flower garden, walk my dog and run up and down my stairs without any pain. I sleep through the night without an ice pack on my knee. I love relief factor. Nina, I am the same place, same place. Relief Factor has helped me in so many ways. I couldn't function before it. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So try it for three weeks. Just try the quick start for $19.95. You have nothing to lose but your pain. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Ten seconds, station ID. So we got, uh, we got great gas prices. Um, we can laugh about what people are going to be paying. They'll be paying so much more money uh, for heating their home this <laughs> this winter. And I wish I wish I knew of a pipeline that I could not maybe close down. <laughs> but I can't think of one. Well, if you don't want high gas prices, just buy a one hundred and thirty thousand dollar Tesla. That's an easy way around it. That is an easy way. Yeah, I never thought of that. No gas prices and no electricity. Electricity bill. Well, I know a lot of people who are right on the edge of thinking, I got to have a $135,000 car. You got to have it. I have to have it. It's, uh, and it's, but I only want to, I only want a discount on it and I'll only buy it if it's union made. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. If it's union made, then I know it's extra special. For the environment. For the environment. Trees love unions. They do. 
so Elon Musk over the weekend was tweeting that he wants to, he was, should I, he asked, should I sell 10% of my stock in, in Tesla, which would be tens of billions of dollars, right? It's something mm-hmm. like $16 billion or something like that worth of stock. And he put it up, obviously, as any billionaire would, as a Twitter poll. So people could vote on whether he should sell the stock or not. Well, it's all those unrealized gains, you know. Right. So he's got, he owes $15 million, or 15, no, $15 billion, 15, mm. I can't remember. I think it's billion. Billion if they do yeah, that. Yeah, $15 billion tax, in, yeah. in taxes, but he doesn't pay taxes. He doesn't pay taxes. Right. So. We, we've already learned that. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because this is obviously not the normal way a CEO acts or a, a founder of a company acts, but people, that's Being why on, people love Elon yeah. Musk, right? Um. And it's interesting because the culture he is providing is incentivizing some interesting behavior and the government is making all of this worse, which is not a not a shock. And I was thinking about this with crypto, first of all, because Mark Cuban tweeted a a poll that came out Mm -hmm. and said four percent of Americans have left their jobs because of crypto gains. Wow. Four percent. Millions of people. Wish I was one of them. (laughs) And. And he says, shockingly, it's I think it's 64 percent of the people who said they left their jobs because of cryptocurrency gains are, were making less than fifty thousand dollars a year. OK, not good planners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, th- I, I was thinking about this as it relates to the government and what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I think we're creating a really we're creating a combustible formula here. So. If it's true, right, people who are making crypto gains are um, leaving their job or leaving their job and they're not making a ton of money. Right. They're mm-hmm. not. These are not like, you know, millionaires who are leaving their job for mm-hmm. this. These are people who are making, you know, average salary or less. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's that makes some sense. Right. If you're a millionaire already and you make one hundred thousand dollars in crypto, it doesn't change your lifestyle all that much. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit extra savings. If you are making twenty five thousand dollars a year. Well, then it is going to make your it's going to change your life in a significant way. Mm -hmm. And you see all these like bizarre cryptocurrencies, the joke cryptocurrencies, uh, all going through the roof at a time where people are looking, I think, at their situation and saying, well, the government has set a floor here for me. Mm. Right. If I'm if I got just a second, (laughs) I have a really bad answer to what I think you're driving to. You could stop right now, or I could give you the historic uh, parallel, and I'm telling you now, you won't like it. Okay. But go go ahead if you choose. Okay. Well, quickly then. If the floor is there, the government's going to take care of your basic needs. They're going to be funneling uh, money to you here and there for things that you want and supposedly need. Giveaways all over the place. When you get a $2,000 check from the government, a, uh, a stimulus check are you going to save it are you going to go out and even like old school like go buy an xbox or are you gonna put that two thousand dollars in some dog cryptocurrency that may or may not make you a millionaire tomorrow and eventually it seems like you're incentivizing people to take wild risks with their money and i and the reason why this is connected to tesla obviously he's been very connected to the dog cryptocurrencies but also the same people who talk about buying very crazy cryptocurrencies also talk about buying tesla stock and even elon musk himself has said the tesla stock is too high it's overvalued so the people who are getting some access to money why not buy a lottery ticket when you know the floor 
which is not that much different from where you are now when you're making $25,000, the floor isn't that far below you, and it's already maintained by the government, and then you throw a few thousand dollars that you might come into into some lottery ticket, and maybe you turn into this person who quits their job and never has to think about working again until that cryptocurrency falls through the, the floor in two weeks. But then what happens to that person? Are they just a slave to the system? Right. They go back. Well, I mean, they go back to having the government handouts. Mm -hmm. They go back. They don't lose their home in this situation. They don't lose Mm -hmm. access to the things that they want. They might not have a great life, but they didn't have one before. And they argue, well, what's the downside here? When I know my floor, where my floor is, I'm already close to that floor anyway. Why would I invest this in something that might be a long-term gain or even go buy something I want? Why not take the lottery ticket? And that's so you not know what's really fu- you know what's really funny yeah. is I've said in the past history doesn't just repeat itself; it is repeating itself. Mm. You got about a quarter away into that, and I went, "Oh my gosh." Oh, I think I know where he's going with this. And uh, gosh, history has repeated itself. I'll give that to you. May we return to this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, probably tomorrow. Um, it's not going to make you happy. Oh, no. It's not going to make you happy. <laughs> but there is it... a lesson to be learned because that is a very important thing that you just said. And it's why I've been ringing the bell so hard because it's already happened one other time. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Good thing is, whenever I talk to you, I know it's not going to make me happy. <laughs> I just know that <laughs> going weird in. weird because yeah. I feel the same exact. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm sure you can guess when it has happened in history, um, but it has happened at a time when inflation went out of control. People lost their minds. Uh, we are at that place. And the people who survived last time were the ones who didn't go over the cliff and into insanity. They were the ones that were prepared and they knew that the world would return eventually to sane things. Uh, All that is uh, all that glitters is not gold. Gold is gold. Goldline right now is offering up to 6% of free metals included in any qualifying self-directed IRA acquisition. You can call today and how to use a portion of your IRA, 401k, or other retirement vehicles to acquire physical precious metals this week only. Just for completing the application for a self-directed IRA, Goldline will give you for free one of their branded one-ounce silver bars. Don't wait. Call now, 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. If you have billions of dollars in crypto profits that you're looking to invest, why not a small investment in Blaze TV? Your subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. I want you to know, you might be getting up today and you might be thinking, what the hell have I done with my life? I, I mean, I, 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 I don't really have a future. I want you to feel better because I'm going to introduce you to Stephen Kent. Uh, he is a guy who has focused, I believe, his entire life on Star Wars. And um, I mean, knows it, knows everything about it, everything about it. And he has been able to eke out a career. Uh, and a good one. A good one. Seems to be doing really well. A good one. But the American dream is alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really have. I mean, you've taken this and you've taken the Star Wars mythology and and um, 
all of the imagery and you can so easily learn lessons from today and politics and everything else from Star Wars. Now you have a new book, How the Force Can Fix the World. Oh, yeah. We thought the, uh, it should be How the Force Could Fix America. And then I went into one of those editorial meetings with your publisher and they're like, but what about the world? <laughs> I, guys, I think this is, uh, this is shooting a little bit too big right out of the gate. But yeah, you know, everything that we face, I think particularly like in the West and American society that we see breaking whether it be sort of democratic norms, uh, enmity towards our neighbors, political polarization. These are trends happening all across okay, the world. Okay, so let's take, um, did, you see the, uh, did you see the woman, I think it was on CNN, <laughs> who said, uh, these, these women in Virginia, they're just disgusting and stupid. <laughs> I'd like to know how can I connect with them? <laughs> and I think... By not saying the first part of that question uh, is probably the answer. Uh, yeah, something like that. I, I was actually looking at that this morning, and it's one of those case in points for how when you watch a lot of Star Wars, you see a lot of weird connections that I think other people would not otherwise see. This woman, Amy Siskind, she said, I join others in being dismayed and disgusted by these women. She's talking about Virginia's, <laughs> Virginia voters. I don't know how to reach non-college educated white women. The women I can connect with and influence are college educated white women. I'm open to suggestions, <laughs> she says. Uh, well, oh I, I'm glad. You know, the, the book, chapter one, deals with Star Wars and the virtue of humility, which is this thing which I think is... Uh, hard to find in today's culture, whether mm -hmm. it be like Facebook serving us up exactly what we want to see all the time, Twitter echo chambers and us talking to only our own people. But then I was actually thinking, so what's the Star Wars analogy here? And it actually is Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, everyone's Ooh. favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well received. No, I mean, so there's this great story in there where the, the, the planet let has me, been wait, invaded. Wait, 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 may, may I guess? No, yeah, please. Okay. That woman should have never been created. <laughs> Is that the lesson? That's the lesson I get from episode one. That, uh, ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, Is that it? That's the kind of enmity we're yeah, trying to, right. to yeah. wipe away okay, from our society. All right, okay. No, it's, it's, it's all about the Gungans, right? So the Gungans, these incredibly annoying fish yes. hybrids that live on the planet of Naboo. How does Queen Amidala in that movie repel the Trade Federation who have invaded that planet in that movie? She doesn't go to the Gungans and say, I know y'all are, are fish. I know you're kind of disgusting and you smell bad, <laughs> but we've all been invaded by these droid armies. I really would like your help if you can find time from being uncivil scolds. That's not what she does. The woman takes a knee and says, we beg of your help. We respect and the mutual greatness of our societies. We need you in this moment. That's not a direct quote. But wait, aren't... Didn't they give birth to Jar Jar Binks? They did. They mm. did. Someone who it's easy, again, easy to hold contempt for. Again, the <laughs> one thing that you learn, don't make this episode. <laughs> the subtext of the movie matters a whole lot. There's this interesting line when she goes to the Gungans for help to get this thing in this moment. Boss Nass, the guy who heads up the Gungans, I'm not going to say it in Gungan speak, but in the King's English here, mm -hmm. he says, you saw no thinking you greater than the Gungans. I like this. Maybe we can be friends. He only hated the Naboo and Queen Amidala because he thought the Naboo thought they were better than them. And that was why he was willing to let them die in that movie and be ruled by the droids until she expressed that, no, we don't think you're great. We're greater than you. We need your help. 
there's a lesson to be learned in that for all of us when how we are trying to relate to people who we want to join us in coalition and politics. Mm -hmm. It's all about contempt. Do you remember Anderson Cooper after the January 6th riot? You know, whatever you want to no. call it, uh, when he <laughs> mentioned that all the people involved in the Capitol storming event were going to be going back to Olive Garden and the Holiday Inn mm -hmm. with this sort of right. sneer, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, man, these normal people going to Olive Garden, the greatest restaurant in America <laughs> with a white tablecloth that normal people go to to feel like they're having a nice dinner with their families and feel good about themselves. I spent the majority of my 20s going to that restaurant yep. because I barely had any money in my bank account. And I wanted to take my daughter and my wife to a nice place where someone took our order and a white tablecloth meal. Olive Garden was that place. Yeah. yeah. I used to go to Olive Garden all the time <laughs> until I married an Italian. Right. Yeah. Now I, she won't I even still, let me look at I still at ask one. to go every Father's Day because yeah. I want the infinite breadsticks. So yes. can I go back to something you said? What was that quote that you said in the King's English? Could you give that again? Yeah. I mean, so so Boss Nass says to them, you so no thinking you so greater than the Gungans? We so like this. Okay. Maybe we can be friends. So my my question <laughs> is... Did anyone think you would have a success in life? You memorized that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be somebody in your life there's, that went, son, son. There's there's something wrong with me. Uh, I, remember, I remember when my I remember when I first started the Beltway Banthas podcast, which I you love. both of you have been yes, a guest yeah, on. So no, you're, and it's great. It is really good. I'm giving you a hard time. You're complicit in what has happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember I remember my dad uh, gave me a pat on the shoulder over dinner. He was like, "Son." Don't let this become a distraction. <laughs> yep. five, yeah. five, five years, five years later, it's all I do. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. But good, uh, good for you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Uh, so um, I I think of the one quote that I remember from I don't know episode one of the first three. Mm. Uh, this is the way. A republic ends, or mm -hmm. this is the way freedom dies, mm -hmm. something like that. With thunderous applause. Correct. I think of that all the time. Mm -hmm. What, what, what do you look at and say? This is this is the Star Wars story happening right now. Yeah. So I mean, it has to be popular consent for things that take away your freedoms. I, I think. My sort of waking up moment as a political person was, of course, the post 9-11 era, the Patriot Act and, you know, the government being willing to just take everything that can get with the popular consent of the people who want to be safe. Mm -hmm. We all understand that. And we're all looking at the pandemic very much the same way. This is never going to end. They're going to take, take, take as long as there are people saying, please keep us safe. We never want to be in harm's way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's real. And I love that line a lot. But one thing that I also go to is in episode two, Padme and Anakin are having their little date in the field on Naboo. It's an awful scene. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's horrible. It's really fast forwarded through that. It's yeah. really like one of the one of the worst acted scenes in the movie. But it's really important, and for this reason, Anakin and Padme are talking about politics and how it should work. And she says, what kind of system would you like? And Anakin says, I want a system where the politicians sit down and discuss what's in the best interest of the people, and then they do it. And she says, well, that's how we, what we already do. But the trouble is people don't agree. He says, well, they should be made to. Who's going to make them? You, not me, someone wise. Right there mm. is the totalitarian instinct that a lot of us have. 
a lot of us have little dormant totalitarian tendencies mm. that we say no to because we believe in liberty. We believe in it despite the things that we want to control. So can you tell me, and this is an honest question. I, I, by the way, that's a hundred times more than I took out of that scene. Just what it, you just said. I, yeah. I think it's, I, I I think it's the most important one. Yeah. 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 I, I, I remember, I, yeah. once you said it, I remembered that too. I blocked it from my memory because <laughs> all of those are so bad. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, this is an honest question. Yeah. How can the people who are writing and filming these damn things mm-hmm. not mm. understand the point? Because they always think it's about the other people out there who don't see the world they do they're always looking at their movies and going yeah we love freedom but those other people don't we have a special knack for putting masks on people that we don't see the world the same as or who we don't agree with and cartoonizing their points of view and in star wars you see this in every single movie bad guys wearing masks and then heroes who have the task of trying to see past them and know that there is a person under there whether it be cute boy kylo ren or darth vader like it is the call of heroes to try to rise to the occasion on that unmask people and treat them like people so what i got from that is that Fauci is a Sith Lord. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard not, not to. Yeah, it is hard not yeah. to. And it's and it's kind of one of those things. It's just like when the guy is given sort of the the mandate to rule, keep everybody safe, and you just see no inkling of of a possibility that this guy's going to let it go. Like it's going to be the pa- the forever pandemic, yeah, it's yeah. endemic. And what does that mean for the public health establishment that they're always going to be around? You saw what they did last year where they got rid of eviction moratoriums, Mm -hmm. the CDC getting involved in housing. It's incredibly egregious. And we cannot just like sit back and applaud that they're going to do this. Nobody elected them to do anything like that. They're giving away our freedoms step by step. Eventually, we're going to have to accept reasonable risk and get back to life. Uh, the name of the book is uh, How the Force Can Fix the World. Um, there, is, there is one thing that I've always appreciated from you is... Only one? <laughs> Don't push me. Uh, no, uh, the, the fact that you can take lessons from popular culture, because Stu and I were talking about this earlier today. Everything is gone. If it wasn't for mm-hmm. podcasts... And honestly, talk radio and up to a point, Fox News, this country would be over because there would be no opposition to any of it. There'd be no opposition in the mainstream. But we've lost our churches. We've lost our schools. We've lost many of our organizations. The Boy Scouts are doing, you know, there's a there's a uh, for equity and justice. There's now a patch for it. So we've lost everything. There are a few stories that still teach truth, and Star Wars is one of them. It's four, four generations of truth in that story, just the longing for freedom and the tension between wanting order right. and then wanting to breathe free. That's what this story has always been, and it's something that I'm encouraged by because even when we know that like the left wing right, meddles in popular culture, they meddle in Star Wars too, just like they meddle in everything— the message has still kind of always been the same, yeah. which is that if you give away too much, you're never going to live free. And there's going to be people who rise together to stop it. And I think some of the details, we get really too hung up on those. And 
Star Wars is this story that as everything that we share together starts to crumble around us. I'm not suggesting we replace the Bible, but <laughs> no. if you if you come at somebody yeah. with like Bible verses first thing, they're not going to be listening to you if they're if they're not a person of faith. Mm. But why don't you talk to them about the idea? I think this is a perfect script. I mean, this this teaches the scriptures just not in script. This is this is the message yoda could be jesus i mean <laughs> he could you know, be. in, I in many him. ways he teaches exactly the same things and that that chapter i told you about with like humility and just taking a knee before someone that you need their help yeah the whole chapter ties the phantom menace to matthew 18 the idea that we need to be as children if we are to be true followers of christ and that requires us to be humble and know that we need help from others. The name of the book is How the Force Can Fix the World by Stephen Kent. It's available everywhere. Uh, I want you to hold on because yeah. I have one more question for you, but we have to take a quick break. Uh, caring about your dog's health and happiness makes you a good dog owner. Sometimes being a good dog owner means realizing that your dog isn't getting all the things that he or she needs in the food that you feed them. Dry kibble food is it has no nutritional value. It, it's sterilized to sit on the shelf forever. Your dogs eat it because they're they're hungry. But if you want to if you want to feed them something other than really honestly Twinkies, how healthy would your kids be if they lived on that? Um, you can add the minerals and the vitamins and the probiotics and all of the things that have been cooked out of this. Still feed them the kibble food and. I'm telling you, I've seen a huge difference in my dog, Uno. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to try out. Just make sure that they love it. Um, if they do eat it and love it as much as Uno does, then order the full bag and get started and watch your dog change over a couple of months. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Call them today. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Stephen Kent in uh, How the Force Can Fix the World. I'd love to have you back. You're, you're really a fascinating guy. Um, have you seen Dune? I have seen Dune, and I finished the book for the first time the week before I went and saw it in theaters. And did you have you seen Foundation yet? I have not seen Foundation. Looks amazing. And I subscribed to Apple TV just to watch it. Okay. So I, I've seen both of these mm-hmm. now, uh, and all of, obviously Star Wars. I think Dune makes star wars look like a cartoon right 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 yeah i mean it's i mean it's a very mature long-form story in a very different kind of way it's the difference between watching game of thrones i don't know in an animated series on on the middle ages right uh and then i think foundation is even better i mean foundation is isaac asimov so you're i mean i think it's the root the first real sci-fi book isn't it yeah, absolutely. It has the it has the deepest history, and it stars that guy who plays Lane Price from Mad Men. So I've been uh, I've been dying to watch it. It is um it's it's amazing how the through lines. Like I said earlier, how do these people not see that they are making the movie and they're the bad guys in real life? What's you know the what I mean? premise of Foundation? If you could enlighten me, <laughs> really, as the theme music comes up, <laughs> <laughs> it's that deep. Huh? It's, it is. It is uh, quite am- quite amazing. Thank you so much, Stephen, Absolutely for being here. Fine. The name Appreciate of the book it. is "How the Force Can Fix the World." See you tomorrow. <laughs>